Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Judy DeFeo. Judy, you're the founder and CEO of Jade Financial Solutions, and it's on the web at, it's Jade with an extra D. We'll have to to ask where the name came from. J-A-D-D-E. So the website is J-A-D-D-E-F-S.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Judy. Thank you, Josh, for having me. So, uh, so Jade, since I pointed out, uh, where's the name come from? It's just the initials of my family. I'm not very creative, and when I decided overnight to start a business, it was quickly get a name, and I wanted to just use my kids' names, but it would have been ADD, and I didn't think that would be appropriate for a, uh, a company dealing with numbers to be called ADD. So, um, Yeah, no, you typically don't <laughs> want that in your, <laughs> in your financial professional. Yeah. Man, I, I keep meaning to get on your work, but ah, I keep squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it in the family, so I can make jokes about yeah, it. So. No, same here. We're all good. <laughs> um, so, Judy, you are based in New Jersey, and you are a former VP of Goldman Sachs. Yes. For fourteen years, yes. in fact. Yeah. So, what was that? What was that time like? It was great. Um, you know, I I meet a lot of people who have nothing good to say about the corporate world, but I actually, I had a great time there. I learned so much. I worked with great people and I did not want to leave. I'm probably the only person who resigned crying and, um, you know, just family reasons, you know, raising, raising kids, it was difficult. So, so I left, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I keep in touch with some of the people, uh, you know, who I worked with them. Great people. Yeah. What skills did you get there or, or, or how has that, how did that prepare you for, uh, to, to start Jade? That's such a great question. So, you know, just from a high level, uh, time management, um, I learned the value of having to spend money on the correct tools to do your job. So not to be afraid to purchase a software or technology. I don't, you know, not to work with uh, software and hardware that's 10 years old to be efficient. Uh, Teamwork at the time, teamwork was, you know, ingrained in us. Um, I learned that our employees are our greatest assets. you know, just the hierarchy of an organization. I mean, just so many things from, from that level. And then just, you know, as far as um, specific job function, um, you know, I did similar type of work, only a lot more digits working with money at Goldman. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that, that I'm working with now. But, you know, it's a lot about um, understanding financial statements and what they mean. You know, we did a lot of, um, I did a lot of budgeting and um, 
financial work on the firm's money, not client money. I dealt with the firm side. So mm-hmm. um, it was just trying to really, you know, when, when I started my business, thinking about how I'm going to do this, it, the light bulbs went off when I realized, you know, looking at QuickBooks and saying, ah, oh, Mm-hmm. This is really just a little rinky-dink system compared to what we worked at, at Goldman. Yeah. And if I just shave off a couple of digits here, instead of working in the billions and work in the hundreds of thousands and millions, we're good. So, um, yeah, there, there were a lot of comparisons. I just had to bring it down a notch. So uh, on your website, you, you provide a guide and it's about the um, kind of the, the, the biggest money leaks mm-hmm. uh, in, in, within your accounting system for, for uh, I would imagine, most, mostly small business, right? Right. That, yeah. that you work with? All uh, small business, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So d- d- please uh, share those with us. Sure. sure. <laughs> because I don't want any money leaks. Okay. No, definitely not. And, and there's so many ways. So, um, and I'm just going off of memory right now. I don't have it in front of me, but, um, a couple of things that we see, especially when we take on new clients is that their client, that their accounts have never been reconciled. So they just have poor records. And I always say, it's amazing that they got this farm business with, with sloppy or no record keeping. So, so you want to have good books and if you and it's okay, you don't have to do do them yourself. Same way I outsource things that I don't like to do or that I'm not good at doing that aren't part of my day to day job, like marketing. That's right. for me. That's pain. Um, you you need to. I, I feel like there's a bit of ego uh, for from founders and CEOs, you know, of small companies or startups, where they think that, well, in order for me to be proficient at being a small business owner, I have to do this or, or it doesn't get done or it's, or it's not, uh, you know, for some reason, it's just a weird block I see. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure you've seen this too. You do. And, Goodness, and just outsource this. It, exactly. It's not, it's not as expensive as you think. You can get great bookkeepers. Um, they're, they're just like, you know, other trained professionals are, yes, going to charge more than a VA, uh, and rightly so. You want to pay them um, that amount. Uh, But this is not, just from my own experience, Yeah, like this is not a nice to have done thing. This is just, this is part of business. And if if your numbers are all screwed up, Good luck getting a PPP loan. Good luck, you know, anything else, any other business adulting stuff that you're going to need. And then certainly you're going to pay for it come tax time, which I've been there. I've been there. And I I know what that's like to now say, oh, crap, I've got about eight hours of work here before I can even think about getting my stuff put together for my tax preparer. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's not always ego. Sometimes just in the beginning of a business, you start a business, you, you, have to do everything. You don't have the funds to do everything. So you do your marketing, you do your IT, you do your books, and you do the main piece of your business. You do your HR. But as you start to grow, you need to outsource it because, you know, if I'm going to spend eight hours trying to write an HR manual or more, because it would take me a lot longer than that, or or eight hours trying to fix an IT problem, that is not a good use of my time. I need to be spending my time on bringing in clients and doing the work. 
that we do, not fixing computers, not writing HR manuals, you know, not drafting up marketing things because I'm not creative. So you have to outsource things. Um, and, but it takes time for a startup. But once you can, you really should. And when it comes to the, the bookkeeping and the accounting piece, you have to ask yourself, can you afford, not, not so much can you afford to, but can you afford not to? Because there's so many things that accountants and bookkeepers can help you to move the needle on your business and to grow it forward. And if you don't know your numbers, you're not, you're not going to be able to, you're just going to get so far, you're not going to get to that next, next level. So, so just getting back to those, those money leaks there, know your numbers, reconcile your bank accounts. Um, you know, we've seen, we take on new clients, it amazes me that their accounts haven't been reconciled in years and they're still in business. If you're not reconciling your books every month, you don't know that the numbers and the data that you have in your accounting system is correct. You may think it's correct, but there could be an entry in there that doesn't belong. There could be missing entries, and then you might not be able to take advantage of those tax deductions because you did not include it all in your accounting software, and you hit the button, and you created a P&L and a balance sheet, and you gave it to your tax preparer, and they mm -hmm. did a tax return on that, but yet nothing was reconciled, so there were missing deductions in there. You're losing money. Yeah. So that's, yeah, you, you know, that's... You really will. You really, yeah. really will. Um, most tax preparers, can you, can you talk, Judy, about um, how tax preparers operate and um, if, you know, a little bit more about the consequences of like just showing up with a shoebox and not having done all of this work and, and properly classifying everything through the year, yeah. uh, what that can mean. Yes, that, that's, it means a loss of money to you. It means you're paying the IRS and you're paying your state more money for sure. So um, we don't do tax prep, but we work very closely with our clients' tax preparers. And so none of our clients are walking into their tax preparer with a shoebox full of receipts. But we've had clients come to us with that, uh, prospects come to us, and we don't work with paper. Uh, so we will immediately get them set up. But if you're walking into your tax preparer with a shoebox full of receipts, I could tell you that in their head, whether they're smiling or not to you, they are now miserable because the mm -hmm. last thing they want to do is deal with that shoebox full of paper. And they're probably going to take that and they're going to enter it into some, whether they put it in Excel or they put it in an accounting program. If they're going to organize it for the, um, for the taxpayer, for the client, first of all, they're going to charge them an arm and a leg to do so because that is going to be a lot of time. And they're not going to know if something's missing. How are they going to know? Let's talk about a contractor who's building a house and all these extra expenses come up and they, you know, the, the subcontractors or the, or the employees, they go to Home Depot or they go to Lowe's and they have a pocket full of receipts. They come back, they dump it on the table. Oh, but maybe a couple got crumpled up. Maybe some got fell out in their, in their car and never made it on that person's desk. If they're not keeping track of that, the, the CPA who's doing the taxes is not going to know there's missing receipts. 
the, the business owner is not going to know the profitability on the job because mm-hmm. they're not going to going to know that everything is is there if, if they don't have if they don't have a receipt. It's just sloppy. When you have everything neat and organized, it's amazing. It is so powerful to see in black and white those dollars and the and the profitability or loss could be a loss, but hoping it's profits. If if you know the profitability per job that you if you're if you're somebody who works on project work and you know the profitability per job per project, you can accurately cost out your next jobs. If you don't know that, mm-hmm. how do you accurately cost out your next job if you don't even know what your profits were in this job? You may think you know, but when you put it in black and white, it's so powerful. Yeah. You know, Judy, I, I'd say that there are two positions that, um, that that you can hire for that I would say probably have the most immediate and direct result on, uh, uh, on money uh, in, in your business. And number one would be, I, I'd say, someone who's really effective, obviously, at, at drawing in more sales, more revenue, right. uh, and then someone who is really effective in helping you keep more of your money. Exactly. Uh, and, and that exactly. would be your, your bookkeeping professional. Yeah. Um, so you offer, could you talk a little bit more about ROI from hiring great financial, financial services? Uh, so, so hiring us, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, sure. So, um, we don't just, we're not about data entry. So, as I said, we're pretty much paperless. We're very tech savvy and we try and create the right solution uh, set up for our clients. So, all our clients are on QuickBooks. Um, and then we might have some other programs that integrate with QuickBooks to give our clients a full solution. And that could be mm-hmm. time tracking. It could be expense reporting. It could be bill paying. Um, there's, there's a whole host of them out there. There's certain reporting apps that we use. So we try and make a complete solution. Some clients also have industry-specific software that it integrates, uh, you know, contractors may use something else, uh, people, uh, businesses tracking inventory may use something, and we try and get it all to talk to QuickBooks. So when we work with our, our clients, yes, we're doing the bookkeeping. Every client, we reconcile their accounts. We won't work with a client unless we're doing that function. So all accounts are reconciled monthly, but we're in our clients' accounts just about every week most of them because especially with QuickBooks Online, it's mm-hmm. the live data comes in. So why wait to the end of the month? We're in there all the time. But what we do and what we focus on is once the accounts are reconciled and the books are, you know, quote unquote closed for the month, we get on the phone with our clients. We go over those reports. We make sure that they understand what happened that previous month. We also have clients who sign up for our, uh, what we call our CFO services, where we kind of act as an outsourced uh, fractional CFO, if you will. And the difference between having that, that level of service and having our other services is basic bookkeeping and accounting is reporting historical information, which is, which is great information. You need to understand what happened. But when we get into our CFO services, 
then we are looking at the future. Right. So now we're yes. doing projections. Let's take this historical information. How's that going to affect us going forward? Or what are your plans? What are your goals? We make sure that our clients have goals because if you don't know what the end result is, how can you create a path to get there if you don't know where you're going? So we help them create that path. We go over, we do cash flow projections. If they think they're hiring, what that's going to look like, uh, how, you know, can they afford it? Uh, if they got PPP money and they've, they've, and they're only working at 50% capacity, how long is that money going to last them? Or any loan, a startup sometimes has investor money. How long is that money going to last before you need to go back and ask for another round of investment money? So mm -hmm. those are the things that we work with on uh, with many of our clients. And that's what we love to do because at the end of the day, we want our clients to grow. If they don't grow, we don't grow. So, um, you, know, you know, we count on their success and we have a vested interest and, um, and we love what we do. We love yeah. what we do. You know, I, I like Judy that you've got um, you, you've productized your services. I'm always a huge fan of that, um, and so you've got a basic, essential, and ultimate. So it makes it very accessible. Uh, and just I mean, some folks understand, like if someone's like they're running their own company, but they're trying to run their own numbers. Um, generally, um, what do um, what would you imagine a competent uh, bookkeeper would charge hourly? So we don't charge hourly. I know you don't charge we, hourly, we but, but monthly fit. or annually. Um, you know, it really, really varies. Um, I mean, if you look just, just to help someone higher, get an idea that it, it's it is accessible. It is accessible. I mean, you know, it, we have clients um, at the low end; they're paying five hundred dollars a month. We have clients at the higher end; they're paying five thousand dollars a month. So mm -hmm. it, it really depends on their business. I mean, if you have job costing, if you have inventory, those are complex situations. So it's, right. it's a lot more time and it's a lot more skill involved. You know, we break down with our inventory clients, we're breaking down the cost per unit. You know, they may think they know what they're selling, but if they're selling on Amazon, they need to know the fees that Amazon is charging. Yeah. And they need to, you know, what is my negotiating power here? It's hard to negotiate sometimes with Amazon, but it's not impossible. Um, you know, what is the difference between selling, uh, you know, um, drop shipping from the manufacturer versus selling FBA and, you know, having your goods stored at Amazon. There's different ways to slice and dice the numbers. So mm -hmm. things like that can, you know, that can creep up on you. But, you know, if you're hiring somebody full-time in-house, you know, a good bookkeeper, you know, is going to be 50, 60,000 a year when you outsource. And then, and then you have benefits on top of that. So, when you outsource it, because many people don't need a full-time bookkeeper. They only need a bookkeeper or a CFO. Many businesses only sure. need that part-time. So it's usually less expensive to, to outsource. All right. Well, Judy DeFeo, your website, again, is Jade Financial Solutions. It's J-A-D-D-E 
fs.com. Anything else that people should look for? Um, you know, just, you know, reconcile your banks, do cash projections, try and get a cash flow and, you know, just make sure you know your numbers and, and that it makes sense and that you can make business decisions from your numbers. If you can't look at your numbers mm-hmm. and make business decisions, something is wrong. Right, yeah. right. Well, Judy, thank you so much. You've got an ebook or a guide. It's the 10 biggest money leaks in your accounting system, um, which you can download off of Judy's website for free. Um, she also has some other good information about um, it within, I was just taking a peek at your, your blog and you've got some good stuff on lots of money in accounting and um, things that are um, you know, very applicable to life in 2020. So Judy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120 thousand social media fans totally free now can you also hook us up now in your podcast player right now please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review we promise to read it all and take action we believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world your feedback helps us fulfill that mission and while you're at it hit that subscribe button you know why tomorrow that's right seven days a week You are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.